Hello, hello. Welcome back. And thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, BC, where we support people living and recovering from mental illness. You'll be hearing from both members and staff where our thoughts and opinions are our own. I'm Andy, and today you'll be hearing from Caitlin, Stewart, and Janine. <laughs> our topic today is mental illness in media. So like how it's portrayed in different mediums such as uh tv and movies do you guys have any shows or movies that you've thought of that typically- i um one movie i thought that was a bit extreme was one i i could be wrong i think it's one flew over the cuckoo's nest the one with Ni- yeah. uh, jack nicholson right yeah i felt yeah. like like i feel like yeah it's possible if somebody's like a, like a complete psychopathic murderer they might do that but I, I kind of felt it like portrayed people with mental illness in like a stigmatizing way like it kind of made them seem more like more ill than w- they would be so when I was in the hospital for a month before I didn't really like experience that with people like yes we all had our mental health issues but it didn't seem like somebody was just going to out of nowhere murder somebody. So I felt like that movie kind of like good movie, but I felt it kind of like went to the extremes on how people really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. I do think a big part of it too is that it's, I think it's supposed to be set like earlier too. So back yeah. then, like lobotomies were very normal in psychology. 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. The movie was set in 1963. Thank you, Janine. In prison. So I do think that's also what makes it worse is because around then there were no real ethical ways to treat people with mental illness. Right. Like, and we see that right in that movie, because that is like you said, it's extreme and it's awful. And we clearly wouldn't see any of that today. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't seen yeah, I haven't seen it. I've been always wanting to, but yeah, I knew it set place not in the modern day, the older because it came out. I want to say nineties or eighties. I I've been always wanting to see that movie, but it was another movie I've seen. I think it did a good job. I haven't seen it in years. It's girl interrupt no interpreted uh, with Angelina Jolie and um, I can't remember that other woman's name. Why I'm blanking. It's your face, but yeah, that movie also I it took place in a like. Uh, and uh, yeah, some sort of hospital. Yeah. Um, but I think that portrayed it pretty well. There was weird scenes in it that I remember. I think it did a pretty good job because I don't remember the patients in the movie were that over like over dramatically like showing their symptoms. It was like okay, they, you can tell everybody had something, but it wasn't like crazy. I gotta rewatch it. Like what I remember, it wasn't that bad. Okay. It did a pretty good job, girl. Interpreted, I think it's called, yeah. I think it's Girl Interrupted. Interrupted, Interrupted? okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was 90s, I think, it came out, late 90s, yeah. mid 90s. I watched it when I was in school and like grade 11 or 12. It was very interesting. 1999. Oh. Thank you for the date, oh. Janine. I'm just, I have not watched any of these movies, so I'm just looking up on Wikipedia to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need the background, so this is great. I appreciate I'm it. But yeah, so you find that that one wasn't like over the top. It wasn't too. Yeah, I remember being really fascinated by it. There was some odd scenes, but I I like the. I think it just showed how sometimes 
I think it took place in like the 70s or 60s as well, but I could be wrong. I know it was a modern day because it didn't seem like it. Yeah, so, but I remember like, oh, okay, is this how it is in a, I think sometimes it was like, this is kind of odd, but I think it showed how sometimes symptoms can be like a little far-fetched, but then you realize, I, I've heard like, okay, that makes sense. Maybe if you look deep, you realize that sometimes it could be too much, or I don't know. I think it did a pretty good job. I got to rewatch it, but yeah, what I remember, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad. What about we go to the opposite and go to Split, if we've seen that one? Yes, I've seen it. It's a sequel to Unbreakable. Yes, because it's a trilogy. It's Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Glass yeah. I did like Split, but yeah, I know that. Yeah, I just find that sometimes Hollywood likes to like take a sample of like a, a mental illness or some sort of mental issue and like exaggerate it because I know that's not how the mental illness is like but I did like James McAvoy's acting fantastic actor yeah but I do know that's not how it works with um DID but I can't know what it stands for yeah it's not multiple personality disorder so I mean I like his acting but it's not how it's supposed to be like at all like I've read what I've read about that one is that people were a little upset at the fact that at the end, spoiler alert, yeah, um, that it turns very violent. So basically, he literally is a monster. One of the all yeah. is the beast. But then that's mm-hmm. kind of like, in a way saying like you know that people that have DID are inherently monsters. So it's kind of like mm, mm-hmm. that might not be such a good thing. Yeah. not helping the situation. I feel like that's really common and just like mental illness portrayals in general like I feel like especially I mean it's still common like Split's a pretty recent movie Mm -hmm. but like especially yeah in the earlier years like correlation of like the mentally ill character and them being the antagonist the villain or violent or something I feel like that was definitely really common very much so like there's another movie I off the top of my head which I really liked um but still portrays the person with a mental illness as a villain is hide and seek it's like an it's an older movie i think it's like maybe in the oh. 1990s with dakota fanning and robert de niro oh, oh okay no super super i've seen it if you haven't i will let you watch it because i do think it is a very good movie um but it still portrays the person with mental illness as the villain so it's kind of like mm-hmm. wow okay what are you what are you trying to say then and that's what perpetuates i think the idea that anyone that has a mental illness is going to be violent or something of the sort, which is not what we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not reducing the stigma here, my friend. Yeah. Also, I want to mention is that in uh, Split, his body also changes. And last time I checked, when you have a mental illness, <laughs> you don't suddenly change and like build or skinny, you don't like get extra hair, you don't so change I mean, you don't, the like, body. Extra limbs? You don't when... become the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> when you're depressed? Uh... <laughs> You turn into the Hulk. <laughs> you turn into the Hulk. Yeah, so that's a little like Hollywood having fun yeah. with that. And then I know, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, recently I watched a movie called uh, Woman in the Window. And it's about a woman who has agoraphobia, which I have a bit of that. Mm-hmm. But she's at the extreme end of agoraphobia. She never leaves her home. And you figure out why. I don't want to give anything away, but she, you figure out eventually why she has agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. And then like, it, was, it starred uh, Amy Adams. It's on Amazon Prime? Or was it Netflix? I can't remember. And uh, 
and it's really good. Um, but I mean, I mean, I like how they portray the mental illness, the agoraphobia. But my only issue is how the story was and stuff in the movie. But I did like how they showed the mental illness itself. But I feel like the movie could have gone more into just the story could have been a little bit better and more into her. And I don't know, it could have been, it was, it was sort of be like a thriller or horror movie, but it was a little creepy here and there. But I did like how they portrayed it. They portrayed it properly. I think that's why the movie wasn't great, maybe because it, it showed how it really was. And it could have, because I find like a lot of Hollywood movies, they like, they get something and then like, let's make it all weird and just because. But this, you really felt for her, but at the same time, I felt like there was some things they could have added in more, and like, more, they could make it more scary with the mental illness. Like it could be, it's scary to have certain mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. It could really freak yourself out and stuff. So yeah, like, I think they did a good job. A bit of agoraphobia. Like, did you find that that was like you felt okay with the portrayal? Then, like, it wasn't like you felt. Hey, yeah. This, this actually like pretty accurately depicts it. Mm-hmm. But the movie itself was a, eh. another whole criticism there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, but I like how they portrayed it because it really felt like she wanted to leave her house, but she was worried that something bad was going to happen to yeah. her, or like she doesn't know what she can't control her world outside her home. Yeah. She doesn't know what's going to happen when she steps out her front door. So it was right. good. Well, that's good. That was actually one of the questions I wanted to know: is you know, is there a movie or TV show that you find that actually accurately portrays it? Stuart, do you have any that you feel that? TV show or movie that you feel accurately did portray Emma? I I really like the movie Radio, the true story about the African American um, uh, mentally handicapped teenager that met a football coach and he got like bullied in school, but then everybody fell in love with him and realized like it doesn't matter how like mentally unhealthy you are, like you could still be a great person. And I felt that was like one movie that really is like an inspiration for me. And like, this was based off a real guy that actually went to this school and like helped the football coach and stuff. So I liked the idea that like they showed like, Hey, like just cause somebody's disabled or handicapped doesn't mean that they can't be a productive member of society. And I think it's a really good tale of somebody that's like still known in this community till today as somebody that like overachieved things and I think it's like a good inspiration for anyone with like a slow learning disability or anybody that has like problems speaking because of mental illness or whatever I feel like it really was like a positive movie about it that's great yeah so kind of like destigmatizing a little bit with that have you seen the movie which Rain Man did you say no radio no, I haven't. It's with Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, really good film. Wow. Well, that's great. I'm happy that that was such a inspiring movie. We're going to have to watch it. We're going to have to make a list of movies that we all got to watch then. That are yeah. like, you know, decently accurate. <laughs> and slightly stigmatizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like that. Yeah, it came out in 2003. 2003 okay Uh there was another movie that i had thought of um that i really liked at one point it was called shutter island that was a good yeah yeah i think yeah i really enjoyed that yeah the movie itself is great um yeah shutter island's good my only issue is it's a little predictable but other than that like the 
I did like how they portrayed Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character and his yeah. mental illness. Yeah, people were um, cause the there's um, there's a possibility that he we're not sure actually what mental illness he was diagnosed with, right? But clearly, yeah. unwell following mm-hmm. the events that happened with his wife and his children. If I may ask, sorry to interrupt, I just like, I'm not, I'm still learning about mental illness and health and all that. Is that movie like accurate to a real mental health disorder? Cause I, or um, like unwellness. Cause I, I feel like that it's one thing to hallucinate or be delusional, yeah. but to not at all have any, what's the word perception of what you're doing and everything switches around you. That would I feel like that have to be a really, really big hallucination. Yeah, like I it, obviously I feel like it varies from person to person, and like you know, because yeah. it is a movie from Hollywood, it probably yeah. you know it, it could be Hollywoodized. Um, yeah, but the idea there's a potential idea that he actually had uh, delusional disorder, uh, um, okay. which probably would affect that. The extent, makes sense. Know, but obviously trauma can definitely start things up, right? Yeah, it's really like, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I think that's a it's a good point because it's kind of I personally don't actually know too much about delusional disorder. I um, it's interesting yeah. you say that because that's what I'm diagnosed with is delusional schizophrenia. Oh, well, there you go. But like, I, I, um, it's hard for me to understand it. Cause like, I don't really have delusions. Like I don't wake up and like see things or like hear voices or like, I don't wake up and like think like things are happening that aren't. Mm-hmm. So like, it's hard for me to fully understand what it means. Cause I'm still trying to learn, excuse me, learn more about myself and understand where they're coming from. So I'm trying to like think of the movie and like uh, it's interesting because like I'd like to kind of like I wish I could see myself while I was going through my episodes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Of course, that would be really interesting. Um, from what you were saying, though, I could be wrong. Um, it sounds like uh, like with the whole seeing and hearing things, that's typically more hallucinations. Okay. So delusions. So delusions are more to do with like beliefs. Ah, okay. And your perception of things. That's hallucinations are more like because there's the auditory and the visual hallucinations, right? Yeah. Um. So that's what I, at least from what my understanding is, me like me yeah. and Janine, like I think that's what from what we had learned. So like yeah. said so that because you don't typically experience like any of the, like the 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 visual or auditory hallucinations, correct? No, no not at all. I just I'm trying to understand it better because I. I like, um, when I think of the movie, the movie is like, I feel it's kind of unrealistic in a way, sure. but in some ways, like tells a very good story. What, what's your opinion of the movie, Caitlin? Uh, Shutter Island. Uh, I really like the visuals and everything. It did, I feel like it did a good job with portraying, or you felt for Leonardo's, uh, Caprio's character. I really felt for him and I can see but it was the movie itself was a little predictable, but I did like how it looked and everything. It was really cool how everything was happening. But I did feel like I think they portrayed it really well, if I'm to be honest, to me. I mean, obviously it's gonna be 
overdramatized in some bits like yeah yeah some of it was like you could tell (laughs) yeah Biden's like the whole charade but I think at the very heart of it like him having this delusion that there was this other person that killed his family yeah like I think that Mm -hmm. at its core could be really quite believable yeah but of course they have to dramatize (laughs) yeah because like yeah it's Hollywood with any (laughs) mental illness right it's all a spectrum. Like, I know it's like such a cliche to say that, yeah. right? Cause like it can affect people in so many different ways. Like just because let's say you have schizophrenia, you won't have like, you know, one person to the next, like you'll have different experiences with it. Right. Yeah. So it's always really hard to say, but of course, like Janine's saying, like they'll ham it up for yeah. sure. But also I think that's what makes it like to give these filmmakers some credit is I think it is really hard to depict it in an accurate way because it is so different yeah um person to person and they're trying to create something that in a way is accessible to everyone Mm -hmm. to a wider audience to a wider audience so you know they're not gonna just hone in on like okay this specific case they want to include whatever they can and make it more general more dramatic yeah I think it I mean to their credit I think it is hard to have an accurate portrayal that is also a good movie <laughs> yeah yeah like Caitlin like Caitlin like you were saying earlier right like with the the agoraphobia like they did a really good job with that but if they went mm-hmm. even further it probably would be kind of boring for a movie yeah I but I do think Hollywood could try Hollywood could try to make things oh yeah like I like I love learning about stuff so it could be fascinating and weird because you could see, get because I know there's some movies uh, like I know Requiem for a Dream is really I think that deals with mental illness but I could be totally wrong I know it's really weird and then what else there's some other movies there's a movie with uh, J- uh, Jake Gyllenhaal it's one of his very first movies I think that deals with mental illness um, but like I, I do think you can get into the person's mind in a movie and like see how they're thinking and that could be creepy itself but show the real the real the real side of it at the same time you can be also be creepy yeah you don't have to make it all like a show I like ooh, look at this it's not be creepy. in character that'd be yeah. fine <laughs> yeah i think that's the issue is that they typically because like towards that one they the antagonist character type yeah, yeah which is kind yeah of, that's more the issue right because like yeah they could be the protagonist they could be the main character and it's fine but it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be like yeah they keep equating mental illness with they, they vilify mental yeah, illness and i think they could definitely do it in a way where like still accurate but. yeah and like the way that some people i guess i don't know how to describe this like the way they will approach like say characters of different races or characters of different sexualities where it's like their entire character isn't about that one identity yeah. piece it's rather they're a character that happens to for example have anxiety or something mm-hmm. So instead of making it circle their entire storyline yeah. or the entire plot focused on that, I feel like even that would be an easier way for them to handle it. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I mean, like with anything, like it's when, like we've always said with mental illness, like just because you have it doesn't mean you are that mental illness. Yeah. Like we're trying to transition, like we're trying to make the language a little different and not be like, oh yeah, he's schizophrenic because that just encompasses that the person yeah. is just schizophrenia when that's not true you simply have it right so that's the whole thing too they could definitely trans like tr- uh, like translate that into movies and make it just 
That's just part of who they are. That is simply a part. You know what I liked yeah. about that movie though is um Which I, I find pardon? Which one? The on Shutter Island. Okay, yeah. I, I really enjoyed, if I remember this correctly, I haven't seen it in a while, please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. If, I, I, if I remember, there's a scene near the end where he realizes that he's in a psych ward and he comes to the realization that it's him doing this and that the, the meetings with the guy in the office is actually his doctor and all this interesting stuff. And I feel like I could kind of relate to that where like in life I've had moments of kind of not behaving properly when I was younger, doing stupid things. And then by the time I was in my 20s, I started to realize like this isn't acceptable and realizing the mistakes I made. I feel like that part is very real in a way that people can have that moment of realization where it might take a while but you could kind of snap into reality and realize something with enough help or guidance and uh, treatment absolutely no that's a very very good point it's true and that's the whole thing because people have there's been like debates about you know like choice within mental illness and the like what i've what i've kind of come to know and what I've understood is that obviously no one has ever ever you know chosen to have a mental illness that's just like that you don't right it's it's environmental it's biological it's everything but you do have the choice to be able to do something about it yeah um and then for shows I used to watch the show only lasted a season uh but it was really good it was gonna last more but then it was in a bad time slot called mental and it came out, I want to say like 2012 or something. And it lasted like a season. And it was about this guy who, who made me think, I think the same writer from Hal, um, because it made me think the head doctor, he gets hired at this mental hospital and he has these patients out and he gets one-on-one -on -one with them. And he has, and the doctors are kind of like, the other doctor's like, what is he doing? But he's trying to work with the patients as much as he can be with them. Yeah. And every episode was a new patient. We had to like, either he, because I know the first episode, there was a guy who came in, he kind of had a meltdown in the lobby and of the mental health and he got sent in and he somehow got on his level and trying to like, calm him down. So what's the matter? What's like, I don't know this place. Like, and he acted like with him, like, yeah, I don't know these people who they're weirdos. And it was kind of cool how he got on his level and he calmed the patient down. So it made me think like, there's probably doctors out there who actually get down, maybe not as extreme as the show, but like trying to understand where they're coming from. It's like, what's going on? Why are you freaking out? I can calm you. Um, what's the matter? And then the patient would open up to them. But I like, Vento was a good show. I just wish it lasted longer. I have the only season on DVD. And it was really incredible seeing that inside of a, a mental hospital, a patient. And I feel like sometimes, yeah, maybe it went over the top a bit. But it is a mental hospital, so maybe it was modern day, so it wasn't too crazy. They didn't do lobotomies or anything like that. But it was really, I liked the taste. Yeah, it was a little more practical than most shows, I feel like, or movies where, like, is this craziness happening? But no. We have ethics now. <laughs> yeah. So was, yeah. What a concept. Mm -hmm. You know what movie I found very sad for, like, a mental health movie, Sucker Punch? I haven't seen oh, that one. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Very sad movie, honestly. It's about a girl that gets screwed over by her uncle and he he falsely labels her so he could get the inheritance and sticks her in a psych ward and misdiagnoses her to, like, screw her over. And um, it shows, like, how when she was suffering in the hospital she it showed you like what she was imagining and kind of like for example there'd be like a scene where she's fighting like a i don't know if it was a robot but some like thing that's like a like a force of i forget exactly i haven't watched in a while it was like a samurai or robot or something and it shows like the how like when you're suffering like that your mind can bring you to somewhere else to protect yourself and that and i thought like it was kind of an unrealistic movie but i felt the way the girl was suffering and how she escaped that by going to her own world i feel like sometimes as humans when we're really hurting inside we do that we kind of like want to pretend we're fine or we kind of do stuff we don't normally do or we kind of hide it from people so I felt like the movie was a very like sad, horrific way of showing a mental health crisis, but in some way it was like inspiring and like it was very interesting perspective for a movie around that. Totally, and actually, yeah. any dissociative mental illness actually that's the whole point is that it's your mind trying to protect itself, and so you dissociate, disassociate um, into a different sort of reality because your mind can't handle the reality it's in. So if you've experienced trauma, like severe trauma, you tend to, like for example, with dissociative identity disorder, you actually experience, like you you have the switch because at that moment, your mind is like, you can't handle this. And then you're not, you're in an altered state of reality. Yeah, I've seen that movie. I I seen it and I actually have a Blu-ray. I have the standard cut because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. Because the main character, she makes friends with these other women in this same place. I think it takes place in the 1960s or so, because I remember being not taste. It was not in the Monday because how they treat the woman. And yeah, I think it's all women at this uh, mental hospital because I think back in the day when women, they always find ways to put women in uh, mental hospitals because, oh, she's she's a stick. Has hysteria. Oh, she's hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just send her off. Yeah. Um, so all these, she meets friends with these young women and they pretend they're like fighting monsters and they're happy. Well, not really happy. Dream world. But yeah. really these, they're trying to, I know they make a plan of escaping their mental hospital, but in their mind, they're fighting monsters and oh, yeah. creatures. And, but in really, they're just fighting all the security guards and the doctors and trying to get out. Oh, we need the key. We need to get out. So I like it. Um, because you can tell they're trying to like get away from this messed up world but even though their world's kind of messed up too but it's in their mind they're like superheroes in a way and fighting get out protecting themselves so i did like that bit it is i think it's based off a comic book oh yeah yeah. i'm not so the i think it did i think i heard it did a good portrayal of the comic book that's really cool yeah i can't remember who made directed the movie i want to say it's someone who does superhero movies and other movies. I'm blanking on who made it, but it's really, I liked we'll it, it a lot. It is a yeah. good movie. I just, it kind of like made me wonder though, like, can you imagine if that happened to you in real life though, how like terrifying that would be? There is um, a TV show that 
couple TV shows. I was really sad. One of them only had one season, like you were saying about yours, Caitlin. Um, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting. Um, it was called Spinning Out. So no, it was only one season. Rings of Bill. I think it came. I don't know why. It was like released at the beginning of last year or something like that. Like 2019, 2020. 20, yeah, and yeah. end of 2019, they filmed it or released it or yeah. something. It was really interesting though. So it's basically the protagonist is figure skater, like working towards like Olympic level. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, so her, we found out we find out later that her mom has bipolar disorder and that she has bipolar disorder as well. Interesting, just kind of seeing throughout the season, like you kind of get to see like a little bit of the struggles, you get to see the actual manic stages, you see the the, the depressive stages. So it was really interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, having to take lithium and all that stuff. So it was like really interesting to see, because like it didn't seem overly dramatized, you know? So that was really interesting. I thought that was nice. Um, And then there's another show that that I love to watch. It's called One Day at a Time. There's the reboot. And we go into like depression, PTSD, addiction. Like it was very, very interesting. So I kind of, I kind of like that. So suggestions in case y'all want to watch something like that. And then I actually have one more question before we part our ways. So does seeing your diagnosis portrayed in media, either good or bad, does that affect the way that you view yourself or your disorder? Uh, For me, I don't really, well, I have general anxiety disorder and some depression. But I don't, anxiety, I don't know. I do see it not always portrayed properly in depression. But it's sometimes I do see it portrayed properly in shows and movies. I was like, but I mean, it doesn't affect me if they do it wrong. I figure it's just Hollywood, the movies, TV shows, whatever. It's all made up. It's all fake, whatever. They can exaggerate it to a point where it's unrealistic. I don't really care. It doesn't affect me. It's just fun. I can watch movies and shows with all kinds of mental illnesses and issues and i'm like yeah uh, i don't think that's accurate but whatever it's just a movie a tv show i'm not gonna yeah. so you don't mad. really it's a heart you don't really like it doesn't affect the way that you view yourself or anything like that yeah but i do sometimes i have to do research and figure out did they do it right yeah yeah <laughs> at all it wasn't even close like oh yeah okay a little bit but they exaggerated it so okay yeah whatever <laughs> i um yeah i kind of agree with caitlin where i feel like I know who I am. I know what I've been through and I've met people now. I know myself and coming to Pathways and meeting Caitlin and Gabriel and all these other people has given me a better understanding of how I think of mental health and the way I view people and not that I judge people or anything like that. I just, I feel like at the end of the day, we are who we are. And the only way to truly know how somebody is, is by getting to know them. And if it doesn't work out, go separate ways. So I agree with Kaylin. I feel like, you know, it, it sucks if they portray it bad, but Hey, like I know that not everybody's some crazy lunatic and that at the end of the day, there are good people with mental health problems. Yeah, that's solid. I'm, I'm glad that that doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect you either in a negative way. And if they do uh, I, it properly, like, how do you feel? Do you feel? Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, I did really, ha- I do get happy. It's like, yes, okay, good. They got Something. it. I got right on the mark, good. But yeah, I don't know. yeah, if I do get it, I get really happy. If I don't, I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. That's just one movie. It's a great attitude to have, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for Caitlin. Mm. 
if yeah. you're willing to share this, if not, that's okay. What movie do you feel you could relate the most to? Oh, jeez. I don't know. That's a good question, Stuart. Also, a big question. Big question. <laughs> it's like, who's your favorite artist? Uh. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say I did, I kind of, one of my favorite movies, I think because I can relate to it somewhat, is Labyrinth. I always felt like when I first started watching it, I watched it multiple times in my life. When I was like eight, 12, maybe 16 and 15. And then again, when I'm an adult a few times. And I learned that a different stage of my life when I watch it, I relate to it different ways. Because uh, it's, it's more like a coming of age movie where she doesn't want, she's not, she's in the in between stages. Like she has a baby brother and she's, I think she's between like middle school and high school. And she's, in high just out of high school I think and so she's like doesn't want to be a kid like she knows she can't be a kid anymore but at the same time she needs to grow up so she's in the middle stage and that's why there's Muppets or puppets Jim, Jim Henson puppets around and I don't know because uh, when I was younger I thought I was just really cute with all the creatures and then as I got older I was like oh and I got to relate to it different ways and the girl was like she's coming out of age she's learning that like she's and then she in the end of the movie, you can tell that like okay, she don't want she doesn't want to get her like stuffed animals, and she knows she can still be a, somewhat of a kid, but at the same time, uh, she can still she needs to be an adult. So I feel like that's kind of like me, even though there's no mental illness related stuff in it. It's more like okay, I can still have my kid side and be an adult at the same time. So this labyrinth is one of my favorite movies and I can relate to it, yeah. Always be a child at heart. There's no, there's mm-hmm. no need to grow up. When you say labyrinth, do you mean Pan's Labyrinth? No, I mean David Bowie, 1980, I don't know, late 80s it came out. Okay. Yeah, okay. David Bowie, it's, it's like a musical and it's, it's Jim Henson puppets. I know Jim Henson worked on it and it's puppets and there's music in it and it's really good acting in it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Kaylin. That was interesting <laughs> to learn about you. Yeah. Stuart, do you have an answer mm-hmm. to your own question? I would say, I, 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 that's a hard one for me. I don't really have a specific movie I feel I could relate to, but I feel like I could somewhat relate to what Caitlin movie is about, where in a different way, some way where when I was younger at a certain point, like going to foster care and being in group homes, I was forced out of my mom. So I was forced at age 14 and 15 to turn into an adult and take care of myself and be thrown out onto the street to wander around. So I feel like I kind of think like part of my childhood was missing in a way, maybe my teenagers, I should say but kind of my life situations forced me to have to really rely on myself. And now I'm starting to learn. I don't always have to rely on myself. There are people that care and want to help. So my answer is no. And I will leave it at that long spiel. (laughs) One day we'll figure it out. It's like genuine. It's such a hard question though. Like I was saying, yeah, it is. you know, it's like someone asking you, what's your favorite movie ever? Like, is it really possible to have? No, I have like, ever? I have like one or two or three or five favorite exactly. movies of all time. And, and it, it changes. If I, and it changes because I see movies, new movies. Like, oh, that one's the best movie. Yeah. Okay. That's one of my favorites. So, it's a great question, but that's definitely a thinker. 
Yeah. If there was any movie I could relate to in my life, I would say maybe radio, but not in the sense of becoming that well-known or that popular. I feel like my teenage years, like growing up, like harming myself due to depression, when people in high school see that you got scars all over your arm, they want to judge you and pick on you. But I noticed when I come to Pathways, even though I don't know everybody too well and I try and give them the respect of their space and try and be respectful, I feel like people actually like enjoy having me around and the staff actually care. And I feel like, like certain people, even though we don't hang out or talk much, like I can have that mutual courtesy for them and have a decent, polite conversation, whether we hang out or not. So I, I feel like that's probably the one movie I can relate to when it comes to my high school days. Wow. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad you put a nice, a nice, a nice plug-in for uh, Pathways. So I appreciate that. Stuart's always plugging. I know. I appreciate that, Stuart. But yeah, that's awesome though that you were able to actually, you know, have like a, a movie that you do feel you relate to in a way. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you both for sharing that. You're welcome. Appreciate that. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we're going to leave it for now. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you both so much for joining. And uh, thanks everyone for joining us. We'll make sure to check out our Instagram at Yapstagram. That's with two Y's. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.